Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 209, How Fast Can You Burn? On this episode, we debate Jet Boil versus the Pocket Rocket and is one better than the other. Is there a better stove to use when outdoor conditions change? Is it a good idea to have both in your gear closet? Absolutely. Why is it so important to boil water so fast? We share comments from our Facebook group and why they think that the jet boil might be better in some instances. We're going to share that on this episode. You can always join in on our discussions on our Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and join our podcast family. Come hang out with us and become part of our community where we did have a great talk on uh, a jet boil question. If you're planning a day hike or backpacking adventure or need to plan your route, you want to get Gaia GPS. Plan your next off-grid expedition with the Gaia GPS desktop or iOS, iOS app route planner. I just used it last week to go up and plan around in the Beartooth Mountains. It's a great app. The more I use it, the more I love this thing. You can find a link to become a member on Trust the Trail Podcast, episode 209. Just click on the banner, and just for Trust the Trail listeners, you get the first year for only $31.99, normally $40. The nice thing about it is you can plan your route online, but then when you get up to the mountains where you're not going to have any cell service, you can watch and look at your route offline. You don't need coverage to be able to look at where you're going. You have access to a whole bunch of maps, trail routes, a complete map catalog, uh, put maps together as far as topography. It's a, it, it is really a great app. And full disclosure, Gaia GPS at no cost to you, of course, offers us a commission for each new member that joins. So go ahead and go to episode 209 while you're listening and click on the banter. So um, this was a great, uh, I mean, it sparked a lot of interest um, with me because I haven't really talked about this for a while, um, although I just used it. I've used both the Jetboil and the Pocket Rocket recently, and it, it just, it when Paula asked this question, thank you so much, Paula, who's a member of our Facebook group and who's gone on a trip with us before. Uh, thank you so much for asking this question. It's a great question. And I, I know a lot of people uh, discuss it, but I'm going to throw a little bit of a different outlook on that question. I'm going to throw a little bit more food for thought um, as we talk about the different stoves and you know the jet boil, the pocket rocket, and how that it's not so much about burn time all the time. And I know that's what everyone's obsessed about, but we're going to kind of dig into what is the one thing that people forget the most. Um, so, so Paul asked this question. I'm going to read you the question, and then we'll get into it. Uh, she asked, for those with experience with jet boil, if you are traveling as a duo, would you need two jet boils in order to really benefit from the self-contained fast boil, eat advantages, currently using the MSR pocket rocket with a small titanium pot, which which works fine 
for the two of us, but we wonder if particularly for backpacking versus kayak and camping, they do a lot of kayaking, would it be more efficient with a jet boil? Well, the, the, we're going to dive into the answers, and, but the one key word that um, I think is the most important word here is efficiency efficiency. And we're going to talk a lot about that. So uh, the short answer, Paula, to your question is is yes, uh, for sure. The jet boil is more efficient. Uh, but if it's more efficient, why would you bring two of them? And uh, our member, uh, one of the other member, Diane uh, Grenier, had just a great answer. And this is basically just about every answer you're going to get when it comes to backpacking gear. Um, and, and we've talked a lot about that on the show before, um, but she had a great answer. Diane said, I have both. Depending on the pot size, I usually get two cups of coffee. I use it for boiling water, but not cooking in the pot because it's hard to clean and the bottom of the food burns easily. Well, that's happened to all of us. And, you know, it happens to everybody who's used a jet boil before. The jet boil is definitely great for cold weather backpacking when you want something warm, quick. But the MSR is more versatile when real cooking. Well, that that really is the answer in in most cases that, you know, and, and we've always asked that question and we've always tried to, to get people to, to ask us before they go on, the, on, on a backpacking trip, where are you going? How long are you going to be out there? And is weight important to you? And all conditions are different. So, you know, the, the, the answer, enjoyment versus speed versus weight versus efficiency. And in some cases... Is efficiency more important than burn time? Is efficiency more important than how fast you can get your water to boil? And I'm going to answer that question. So let's kind of go over just real quickly the different uh, pros and cons of that. Um, and uh, I know most people know this, uh, but for people that are listening that are getting into backpacking and are new, uh, we'll go kind of go through a little bit about each uh, of the main jet boil. And there's, there's different versions of jet boils out there. There's definitely different versions of pocket rockets out there. But for the most point, we're going to talk about the jet boil flash and the MSR pocket rocket 2, which are, are probably the mainstream uh, pieces of gear out on the market. Uh, the jet boil flash, that is classified as an integrated canister stove. Uh, Jetboil, it's really kind of an all-in-one solution. Uh, it's been that way ever since Jetboil came out. Uh, the cooking pot goes into the stove. It's all it's all contained in the same unit. Uh, Jetboil claims, and of course they're right about this because I've tested this many times, that you can bring two cups of water to a rolling boil in about 100 seconds flat. Now, I've tested it. I've got it to a rolling boil in 92 seconds. In different weather conditions, when it's been a bit colder, I've got it to boil in about 106 seconds, which is still pretty pretty quick. <laughs> That's pretty quick if you're looking to boil water that quickly. Um, so they're pretty spot on. Uh, 
The problem is the flash is relatively heavy. It comes in at about 13.1 ounces, and that kit does not include, what well, does include, I'm sorry, that that whole thing is included with both a burner and cooking vessel. So it's all one package. You get the burner and cooking vessel. If if 13.1 ounces is a bit heavy, and I do believe it is, for in my opinion, then I would take a look at the Jetboil Zip. It's the same type of integrated design, same package. Um, it's got a smaller cooking vessel, though, so they're able to trim a little bit of weight off of that. Again, uh, most of your food packages in almost every backpacking scenario you can think of uh, usually, on average, takes about two cups of water. So, you know, for freeze-dried, re rehydrated food, it's usually about two cups of water, on average. Um, the one thing I do like about the, the Flash and the Jet Boil is that you can always get the optional coffee press. And so, for or, you know, you can make tea, coffee. You know, I'm a big coffee drinker in the morning. And to get a quick cup of coffee in the morning and get the optional coffee press and use the jet boil as a coffee press is awesome. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, there are there are times when you do want a fast <laughs> instant cup of coffee uh, pretty quick or you you want the real coffee um, with the coffee grounds. And, and of course, the coffee press is uh, it definitely is good for that. Um, so the jet boil boils water really quick. Very fast, um, but it's 13.1 ounces. The Pocket Rocket. Now, the Pocket Rocket 2 has been, it's been around forever. Um, the, Pocket, the original Pocket Rocket's been around forever. It's a pedal, pedestal stove that you screw into a separate gas canister, just like the Jet Boil. It's the same isobutane propane gas canister. They both work off the same type of canister. Uh, the jet, uh, the pocket rocket's got the three supports that unfold. Uh, you provide a platform. You can put a you can put a pot or pan on the pocket rocket. Um, it also has a quick boil time, not as fast as the jet boil. Uh, it normally I've tested that I've tested the pocket rocket more times than I can ever count, and I always get in 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 just no wind conditions. Average temperatures anywhere between, you know, 50 degrees and, you know, 70 degrees, somewhere around there when it's not extreme cold, not extreme heat. It's always around two and a half minutes. Sometimes if it's windy, it can be three minutes. But most of the time, on average, it's going to be about two and a half minutes to boil two cups of water. And that's getting water out of a, out of, out of a creek. So, um, you know, that water is probably... You know, um, in the summer, probably hovering maybe around 50 degrees. In the winter, it's probably going to be hovering around, uh, you know, upper 30s, if not colder. So it's about two and a half, three minutes. Um, the significant advantage, of course, of the pocket rocket over the jet boil flash is the ability to simmer food. And that goes right back to Diane's answer. It's... You know, the MSR is more versatile when cooking real food. And that is a lifestyle, folks, right there. It doesn't, you know, you the burn time is important. That, you know, if, if it's important to you, then that's fine. And that, But it's your lifestyle on the trail. 
it, it just, you, you've got to decide on, you know, how you want though. I do bring the MSR flex skillet because I do like to make myself some uh, bacon in the morning or, or cook an egg or, or, or what have you, or maybe make some hash browns on a backpacking trip. Um, and I use the flex skillet at that point. Now I don't, I don't use the uh, pocket rocket. I use an alcohol stove, but the pocket rocket has that simmer option on it where you can turn down the heat a little bit and, um, you know, simmer, simmer, simmer and not have, you know, your, all your, your food just burnt to a crisp in a hundred, in a hundred seconds. So, um, you know, uh, it, you know, boils a little slower, slower, but if you like backcountry cuisine, cuisine, uh, the pocket rocket is definitely your choice. Um, it's basic, no frills. Uh, it's going to always fit in most backpacking needs. Uh, it's super lightweight. Uh, the pocket rocket too does not have an igniter, which that's another thing that you have to really look at in the difference between stoves, um, is the igniter switch can go bad. It's that's one piece of, uh, gear that could go bad. Um, I do know that after a while, the igniter switches after long-term use, they do fail. Um, you, they get, uh, the, the actual rod that arcs the spark between the canister and the, uh, igniter, that flint, um, can get carbon on it. And uh, after a while, uh, you're going to have to clean that, um, because it does act as a spark. And if there's too much carbon, on that, it's not going to light. So there is some failure in the automatic ignition or igniters. And that's just something you kind of have to kind of take a look at. Again, you know, that comes into gear maintenance. And, uh, you know, anything that has multiple parts, uh, multiple working parts, it's that you're more apt to uh, more gear failure. But, uh, you know, they do last a pretty long time. Um, you know, with the pocket rocket, you always gonna, you're always going to have to bring a lighter or uh, matches. So if you if you forget any of those two items, your pocket rocket will not work. Um, so the boil time, absolutely. It, it, as, as far as you know, if that's what you're into and you're you're you got a stopwatch and you're looking at boil time, the Jet Boil Flash is clearly the winner. Uh, it's about nine thousand BTU. Uh, the flash livers a pretty powerful flame. Two cups of water in 100 seconds is pretty quick. Pocket rocket boil time is fast when compared to a lot of other types of stoves. But you're going to get about a two and a half, three minute burn time. Um, and and so that's the biggest difference right there. If, if you're looking at big differences. Now, let's talk about what everybody overlooks. And that's fuel efficiency this is where you start you know paula this is where you really look at the difference of where you're going to go and how long you're going to be there how long you're going to be there fuel efficiency is important because as you use these canisters of course you're burning fuel you're also using two cups of water each time Maybe you're making coffee in the morning and then you're cooking dinner at night. You're using two cups of water. Either way, that's about four cups of water a day, possibly. 
that you're that you're you're boiling, right? So let's look about fuel efficiency because this is really super important. The jet boil, the the jet boil flash, is isn't just faster than the pocket rocket as far as burn time, but it clearly kicks its butt when it comes to fuel efficiency. So like under normal conditions, ideal conditions, the jet boil flash will boil approximately 10 to 12 liters of water per 100 gram canister. So your canisters becoming 100 grams. The big question always people always ask is like, well, you know, how much fuel is in a canister? You know, how long am I going to be able to use it? Well, the jet boil flash boils approximately 10 to 12 liters of water per 100 gram canister. The pocket rocket, too, boils 7 to 8 liters per 100 gram canister. There you go. That is a 2 to 4 liter difference as far as fuel efficiency goes and and the the simple answer as to why is is you know physics right so you know you're burning you're burning you're boiling water faster almost a minute to a minute and a half faster than the pocket rocket so you get that water boiling in a hundred seconds you know, you don't really need to boil unless your water is, um, you know, dirty and it's not filtered and you're you're boiling water to purify your water. You're getting that water boil in 100 seconds. You're turning off your canister where the pocket rocket, you're getting you're not getting that boil until about two and a half to three minutes. So you get, it's a longer time to boil the same amount of water. Therefore, at the same 100 canister level, you are using more fuel to get the bo- get your water to boil. So so fuel efficiency is something to look at when you're looking at these stoves. Is water important to you? How heavy is water? Right? So when you're looking at, you know, the pocket rocket versus the jet boil and and you know, I don't have a, a horse in this race as far as uh, what I think is better. I think in some cases there there is advantages over uh, one or the other. I think the jet boil definitely wins out in some cases, and I think the pocket rocket wins out in some cases. Again, you know, you might and probably are going to have to have both, or you're going to want to use both in different conditions. That's backpacking because not every place you go is the same. So. The big, the big winner and, and on fuel efficiency is definitely the jet boil. If water is scarce and you're not getting into a lot of water sources all the time, and I think Paula, you even wrote uh, not that long ago on uh, um, that you were looking at or you're trying to look at water sources and there's lack of water um, where you were going. Well, then at that point in time, maybe the jet boil. With the weight penalty, with it being heavier, that may be a gear choice that you want to go to, because at that point in time, now you're getting, you're getting more efficiency with your boil time, with the same amount of water. So you know if you're only going to be able to, 
you know, you know, fuel efficiency is is big. Or you may be in a situation where you may not be able to pick up uh, a fuel canister, you know, right away. You know, especially if you're doing the Pacific Crest Trail or the Appalachian Trail. You know, maybe you know you're going to want to take make your food your fuel canister go a little bit longer, and you'll take that weight penalty. You'll take the little bit heavier weight to be able to go a little bit longer before you have to um, resupply with a different fuel canister. And you know, all these little tiny things. You know, people are so obsessed about burn time, but look at that fuel efficiency, and maybe you can take advantage of it. Maybe you don't care. Maybe it doesn't matter, but maybe it does. And maybe that's something you should need you need to know about the two different types of stoves. Um, you know, the the weight thing is is a big thing. You know, the the pocket rocket is 2.6 ounces, you know, compared to the 13.1 ounces that the jet boil flashes. Now, you know, uh, you know, with a pocket rocket, you're gonna have to buy uh, you know, a pot. I've got the 900 millimeter tokes, it's not that heavy. Um, you know, the MSR um uh, a skillet, not that heavy, but those are both accessories I have to carry with the pocket rocket. Where with the jet boil flash, you probably don't have to carry those accessories. Again, it, it comes really down to, you know, some of your lifestyle choices and some of the gear that makes you comfortable versus some of the gear that may be bulky or may not be bulky. And, you know, the, the, the burn time to me, it, it's important in some conditions. Um, probably in winter, uh, possibly the jet boil is a little bit more important, but you know, for regular backpacking in the spring, summer and fall, you know, I don't need to boil water in a hundred seconds. I don't have a stopwatch and I don't really care, um, because I'm out there to enjoy nature and it doesn't really make any difference to me. Um, a lot of times I will just put my, uh, pot over the fire and boil water over the fire and save the fuel. So it, it just, it just kind of depends price wise pocket rocket is about 45 bucks. Jet boil is a jet boil flash is going to run you about a hundred, but the hundred bucks again it gives you the package, the pocket rocket for forty five bucks great, but then you're going to spend another thirty bucks on your titanium tokes, seven hundred or nine hundred millimeter pot whichever you choose. So you know, I, in my opinion, they're both about the same price anyway. Um, so yeah, I, I you know. That's the difference. Those are the biggest two things. But but really, the the if you look at those different if those if you look at those two pieces of gear, don't try not to look at the burn time. I know it's important. I know it. That's what everybody obsesses about. Um, but look at the efficiency, and find out if that's if that is important to you, because out in the backcountry. Efficiency does play a role in weight and how you backpack and how you camp. Efficiency is important. It, it really is. Um, we're going to talk about cold weather a little bit um, where, where we're at, where I'm at. Uh, both the Jet Boil Flash and the MSR Pocket Rocket, um, they're unregulated stoves which means that their power output will decrease as the pressure of the gas inside the can decreases. So if you've ever done any cold weather backpacking before, you'll notice that the canister loses pressure. So anything that when you get down to about 30, in the 30s, 
I can guarantee you, you can throw your burn time out the window. Because you're not going to get, you know, the 100 second burn time. And you're certainly not going to get the two and a half minute to three minute burn time with a pocket rocket. You know, I mean, I, you know, I've been backpacking at 10 degrees. I can guarantee you that water did not start boiling in two minutes with a pocket rocket. So, you know, you start looking at different alternatives with cold weather backpacking. Uh, you know, you have low fuel conditions. Expect You've got to expect the pressure inside your canister to decrease. Um, and so your boil times are going to slow down. So that's just kind of physics. Um, and you have to expect that when you're cold weather backpacking. We get a lot of questions like, well, you know, it said this burn time, but when I went backpacking in the snow, it, it took forever to, to boil. I went through a whole canister in one day, <laughs> probably, depending on how many times you cook. Um, there's other choices out there, too. That's just the pocket rocket and the, the flash. Uh, you've got the MSR wind burner. Uh, you've got the Jet Boil Mighty Mo. That's much like the Pocket Rocket. You've got the Soto Windmaster. That's much like the Pocket Rocket. So you got a lot, you've got other choices out there than just the Pocket Rocket and and uh, the Flash, the Jet Boil Flash. So look at look at them. Look at all the look at all of them. Do your you know do your research. There's not any one perfect stove out there, everyone. Nothing's going to be perfect out there in, in, in the conditions because Mother Nature doesn't really care about what conditions you want to go backpacking and she's just going to throw that stuff at you. And, you know, um, so conditions change, stoves change. There's no perfect solution out there. There's good, there's better, and then there's what works for you. What works for you may not work for somebody else. So uh, where we are, so we went, um, or I went, about a week ago, uh, we went up to the Beartooth Mountains. I uh, went up to about 10,000 feet. Um, there is approximately about four feet of snow up there still. And um, it, was, uh, it was hard going, man. It was, a, it, was a, it was a good, hard, long backpacking trip. And we only went in four miles, four miles in, four miles out. Uh, took the Hilleberg tent, and this was a good old-fashioned a lot of snow, winter camping, boiling uh, or uh, melting snow for water. It was good old-fashioned uh, winter backpacking. Um, temps got down to about, uh, I want to say about 12 degrees at night. Uh, I don't think it got above freezing during the day uh, when we were out there, but it was, it was, it was, it was absolutely beautiful. Um, in those conditions that, that I was in, the jet boil flash would work better than the pocket rocket, but both of them have extreme limitations, and I didn't bring them. So the higher you go in elevation and the colder it is, the gravity gravity pull increases. You know, the gravity pull increases. The atmospheric pressure decreases because the air is thinner. Higher altitudes, less oxygen. What needs oxygen to burn? Fire, right? So, you know, fire needs more oxygen. The, the less oxygen, the less fire you're going to get, the less heat you're going to get. So, the moisture quickly evaporates from food. It takes longer to boil water. When you're cooking or heating food, 
uh, it just needs more energy to transfer from the stove to the pot, the pot or pan. So you have less oxygen, you have less heat, you have more burn time. It takes forever to cook anything. So the problem then becomes pressure. That's the problem. So the canister that the uh, MSR pocket rocket comes in and the pressure that the jet boil flash comes in, um, it loses an, amount, an extreme amount of pressure. So what's one of the things that you can do to, to help that along? If you're boiling water, the water molecules in the pot need more energy to escape from the pot. At higher altitudes, guess what? There's fewer air particles. It's harder to breathe. I can guarantee you, you go up to 10,000 feet, man, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're breathing a little heavy. Even at 8,500, when I first came out to Yellowstone a month ago, man, it took me a couple of weeks to acclimate. I was, uh, you know, I was kind of dragging a little bit. You know, you've got decreased air pressure. It takes longer for the food to cook. It takes longer for the water to boil. And this starts at altitudes over 3,000 feet. So, you know, when you're looking at these stoves and they're looking at burn time, always check what elevation did they test the, the stove at. They tested at 1,000 feet. They, test, they tested it in Death Valley, which is, you know, you know uh, you're at sea level. Where where they test it? So most of the time they test at about 3,000 feet. But you want to take a look at that. That's important. Again, efficiency, not so much burn time. The better stoves for higher elevation and colder temps, usually below freezing, which I experience, they're going to be liquid. They're going to be liquid stoves. The multi-fuel stoves are better for cooking at high altitudes. The liquid fuel stove is best to cook at food at high altitudes. Why? Why? Why are liquid stoves better? Because you can regulate the pressure. And this is an old school piece of gear that has been around forever. Almost all climbers, all high elevation campers, especially out here, use this stove. This is a oldie but goodie. That is the MSR Whisper Light. It is a tried and true. The MSR Whisper Light is one of the lightweight and smallest liquid fuel stoves on the market. I actually bought this thing in 2002, and I still use it today. It does weigh 11 pounds because it's heavy. It's got liquid fuel in there. You have to prime it. It's really super quiet, um, and but it will get a really good... It will really get going. But the, the great thing about this is that you can increase the pressure. So do you get that? Canister stoves, they only have so much pressure in them. Liquid stoves for high elevation, especially when you start getting around 8,000 feet, 10,000 feet, and you're going to be in cold weather. We're talking about, you know, anywhere from zero to 30 degrees at that temperature. Those canister stoves are going to take forever to boil your water. So boiling water then becomes irrelevant, okay? You're going to want pressure to keep the flame and to keep the, keep the heat going to actually get that water to a boil. And it may be a five-minute boil time. 
but you'll certainly uh, increase that by a pressure stove, and that's where the MSR Whisper Light is is tried and true. Uh, it, it's a canister stove, works it in a very similar way, but as you cook, you pump the fuel bottle, and you keep on giving it pressure. You're going to cook that food a whole lot faster. Um, you know, temperature drops, pressure drops. The temperature on high altitudes is usually low. There isn't any way to increase the pressure when you have a regular canister stove like we just talked about. So there is, um, and I used it on, on the trip I just went on last week. Uh, I've had that thing forever. Uh, it is it is seen uh, it's seen it's seen about everything, um, but it's a liquid stove. It, you you pump it as as you go. You prime it, and um, you get that thing out. It is probably the best stove I've ever used for melting snow. And and it's that because as the pressure decreases in the stove, the flame gets smaller, and so you don't burn the snow. Um, and you can regulate the temperature a little bit easier. But the thing I like about it is that it that thing is going to work. And minus 10 degree weather, you know, and, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's liquid fuel. So, you know, yeah, it might, it might work a little bit better if you put in your sleeping bag for sure. Um, you're definitely gonna have to put your lighter in your sleeping bag because that lighter won't even light at that cold of a temperature, but, um, it is a tried and true uh, backpacking stove. So burn time isn't always, I, I guess I, I wanted to say the burn time isn't as important as the efficiency of your stove, what you're using it for, how you're going to cook, how you are going to enjoy the backcountry. You know, we talk about stoves all the time, but I, I, so many times I've cooked over the fire. I've even boiled water over the fire. I'm just not that much in a hurry to get water to a boil. Now, in all fairness, in the morning time when I want coffee, yes, I do. I do definitely want coffee fast and I want to get water boiling quick. In that case, the jet boil definitely would be the the go-to piece of gear. But I brought the jet boil flash on kayak trips, on camping trips, you know, car camping trips, a lot of kayaking trips. I, I think the Jet Boil Flash is probably my go-to for kayaking trips because I do don't I really don't want to mess around that much in the morning time. I want to get water boiling. I eat light. Um, and for kayak trips, you're probably going to be bringing something a little bit more robust to cook dinner in in a kayak trip. When we do the Oki Finoki, um, yeah, we bring like like a Coleman stove, you know, when we cook on those platforms. So, you know, yeah, it, you know, it, it, it just depends on what you're going to do. You know, because we cook for groups, um, you know, we're going to bring a little bit more robust stove for a kayak trip. Um, for a backpacking trip, we, you know, usually bring, I usually bring an alcohol stove. In fact, I just did a video on uh, uh, two different alcoholic stoves, a Tokes versus White Box on our YouTube channel, Trust the Trail. You can check that out there, too. Um, and again, even those two stoves, they're different. Both alcohol stoves, but they're both different. They're both made out of two different types of metals. And they do have different burn times. And they do have different ways to get the alcohol um, burning. So, you know, every stove is different. It, it all comes down to, you know, what you're going to use it for, how long you're going to use it, efficiency versus weight. Burn time is important, but it's not the cure for all, for all 
backpacking stoves. So anyway, hey, you guys, thanks for listening. And thanks for uh, uh, making this topic available on our uh, Facebook group. I really love that kind of conversation where someone has a question and the community comes in. We have the best community. I mean, I'm telling everybody is just so nice, so polite, so very, very helpful in um, in trying to uh, answer questions and people share back and forth. And, you know, Paula was, uh, you know, she's like, yeah, well, yeah, thanks. I appreciate the answer. And I think she got the answer that she was looking for. Um, and uh, just, just really enjoy our group so much. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast and like to show it some love, go to trustthetrumppodcast.com and click on our merch link. Now, I just sent an email out and I sent, I put on Twitter and on our Facebook uh, page that uh, Teespring is, um, they're raising the prices. So if you'd like to get some of the merch now before June 1st, it's going to be cheaper. As after June 1st, all that stuff goes up, and we don't have any control over that. That is Teespring that's doing that. So if you go to TrustTheTrailPodcast.com on the merch link, um, you can see all the uh, um, T-shirts, hoodies, all the coffee cups that we have on there, um, and it also supports the show, so we appreciate it. But after June 1st, those prices are going up. Uh, Shout-outs to our lovely and amazing Facebook group members. Thank you so much. And, of course, our patrons. We could not do the show without you guys. Thank you so much. Richard Curry, Angela Salas, Kim Caverman, Brother Bear, Joe Lang, E.J. Newell, Bob Besser, Danny Bowen, Jack Masters, Lisa Pruitt, Brad Wolf, Suzanne Johnson, Jessica Wolfen, Jordan Landcrack, Susan Adams, Kevin Frost, Gina Purcell, and Dean Dowsett. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Patreon is a secure platform that lets you support your favorite podcasts. All you need to do is create an account. Go to Trust the Trail Podcast. And a little $2 a month, get special benefits. Our trail news is coming out next week. That's only for our Patreon members. Lots to talk about in trail news. So you want to kind of check that out. Podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Facebook. So if you go to Trust the Trail Facebook page, our podcasts have a special category. You can just listen right there on Facebook also. Remember, you guys, the trail does give you everything you need. I had a great backpacking trip last week up in the Beartooth Mountains. It was cold. It was hard. Uh, you know, it was rough. But, man, oh, man, was it beautiful. I really, really, really enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, for me, the trail gives you a breath of life. Gives you a clean perspective. Cleans your brain a little bit. The trail does give you everything you need and more. Confidence, self-esteem, trust the trail. We'll see you guys later. Bye.